0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble, baby. It's week 14 of the Left Coast Gamblers. Woo! Tony Cavallo, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crooks, and Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, all three folks back in the studio once again for our big, big, big week 14. And we have a hell of a show for you guys. We have Jersey Allen calling in to defend his crown right now. He beat me in the weekly Pick'em challenge, so it's time for him to face Dangles. Dangles is stepping come up. Come on, diggity, oh, come yeah. on. Get him, diggity, get him, diggity. I'm ready, baby. We're also riding the hot hand. We have one of our uh, our listeners calling in. They DM'd us their hot hand bets on the Sunday slate to the Left Coast Gamblers' uh, uh, Instagram page. She's calling in to give us her best bets in the King of the Coast section. We have gravestones coming up where we're killing another team like we do every week. But first, I want to talk about the Titans of the league. Not the Tennessee Titans. No, no, no. I want to talk about the five teams that are 10-2 and two right now. We've talked a lot about the wild card teams. We've talked a lot about the shitty teams like those Detroit Lions. But we have not talked about 10. the winners, the juggernauts, the kingmakers of here. We are talking about the teams that are looking to get a buy right now, the 5, 10, and 2 teams. But before we get to power ranking those teams, let's pull one out for Ron Rivera, shall we? Mm. Riverboat Ron that's, played that's, his last that's, hand. That's too bad. It's all over for Ron. It's all over for Ron. And Carolina the new owner has come in in his second year the stockbroker he's taken a look at his team and he said no mas no mas it's time to fire Ron and start over dangles do you think this was too soon
1: um no i mean i think he's had enough chances at this point something's not quite right in 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 uh in carolina and you know their owner um, a tepper david tepper i think yep. is his name has said that he's not going to tolerate mediocrity yep. i mean this is a guy who's you know sunk a ton of his own money into a football team that he expects yeah. to see win. Um, You know, they're looking down the barrel of what do we do now that our franchise quarterback isn't maybe our franchise quarterback anymore, the guy who led them to the Super Bowl. Not that, you know, Kyle Allen's any slouch, you know, but it's still a tough place for an organization to be in. um you know, I just think this is an organization at a crossroads um, where they're trying to figure out what their identity is within their division and who they are within their locker room um, going forward. Because, uh, you know, they've been a team that relied on Cam Newton to move the ball a lot and to do a lot of running, um, to be physical um, and, you know, to, to, to get the passing game going as well. Um, and Kyle Allen's kind of been the one to, to, to do that. And so I think they're just trying to figure out who they are now. Um, and uh, maybe part of that is firing Ron Rivera and getting a new direction as far as the head coaching, staff, or head coaching position goes.
0: Personally, I think this is too soon because, I mean, uh, when you come in as a new owner, you want to make your mark, and a lot of these new owners try to fiddle with stuff too early. Ron Rivera is a winning football coach. The team respected him. They had not quit on them. Ron Rivera had that locker room, and he's a friendly guy. Everyone loves him. I don't know if I would have let him go this early. I would have given him one more year because who's had more turmoil than him with Cam Newton and Kyle Allen? Obviously, Mike Tomlin has dealt with injuries at the quarterback position. That team has succeeded. Carolina has not, but I don't think it's enough to fire him. Drew? Um, I think it's the right move. It's just just a culture change, you know? Yeah. I think they have a lot of questions they need to answer in the
2: offseason. They obviously have one of the best players in the league in Christian McCaffrey. Um, I agree with the move, and nothing against Ron Rivera. By all accounts, he's a great players coach, a great man. I think he's going to land somewhere uh, fairly soon. I would not be surprised. Uh, if a, a little of a, a little Chicago uh, rumor mill, if, if if Nagy's not around next year, there's a lot of big name
0: coaches out there that are looking for a job. Mike McCarthy still oh, floating. McCarthy Mac- McCarthy's it. a good coach. He, no, he's not. He's stop. a good coach. He's, no, he's floating not. around. Ron Rivera is going to be a good coach. There's a lot of college coaches I want moving Super up Bowl. the rankings. I will say, I think we're heading to a lot of coaching vacancies in the NFL. We've had a lot the past few years, but there's a lot of teams out there, even with new coaches, that are not flying right. And there's going to be a lot of changes. We already have two in Washington, Carolina. Soon to be more. But let's stop talking about the shitty teams. Start talking about the good teams, guys. It's the college football uh, championship weekend. And just like in college football, they have that TV show on Conference Tuesday nights. Conference weekend. championships. They have that TV show on Tuesday night where they rank the four playoff teams and they say this is going to be the ranking. Blah 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 blah. I don't like that a lot, but I do like the scenario in which they do it. We have five, ten and two teams right now in the NFL. Five, ten and two teams all with different tournament resumes, so to speak, that I have written out in front of me. So what I want to do right now is take your two idiot brains and my smart brain and try to figure out who would make the college football playoff out of these 5-10-2 teams and who is that fifth odd man out team. Those ten and two teams from uh, the AFC we have dangles as New England Patriots at ten and two, and the Baltimore Ravens with right now looking to be MVP Lamar Jackson also at ten and two, and then there's three NFC teams: New Orleans Saints. They've already won their division. They're ten and two. Didn't have Drew Brees for half of it. Still ten and two. I don't know why Sean Payton ain't getting Coach of the Year nods. Other two teams are coming from the NFC West: San Fran and Seattle. Also both ten and two. Also play each other in Week 17, which is going to be a juicy matchup to see that division. Where do you guys see these power rankings so far?
1: Man, this is – I. I where, where do we want to start? Are we starting at the bottom or the top?
0: Wherever you want to start, buddy, but let's start with New England. New England right now is the best turnover differential of the bunch. They have supposedly the best defense and DVOA of the bunch. But their wins right now, their best three wins out of the whole season – Week one against Pittsburgh, week four at Buffalo, and then that Dallas win was the third best win I could find. They have not beaten a good team. Their two losses, two Baltimore and then at Houston, not terrible losses if you're looking at a tournament style, but those wins are not there. Their own one against the top five teams – I don't know if I can rank them ahead of any of these guys.
1: It's it is tough. I will say that um, they will win at least two out of their last four games to get to twelve and four. They play uh, the Chiefs after the Chiefs. They play the Bengals, uh, the Bills, and the Dolphins. And three two, of those games at home. Two of the uh, yes, three of them. The Bengals game, the only one on the road. That one's in Cincinnati. You know, I, I just I can't count them out of any playoff thing. No, you can't count them out. They can't be on the outside looking in. I'm going to give them. I'll give them the four seed here. I think they are the weakest of the team. I don't. I still don't know who the hell I'm going to push out, but I just can't count them out in a playoff scenario.
0: I think much like Clemson you have to keep them in the playoff because 100%. new england's been in the past 3 super bowls and won 2 of them you cannot kick them out until someone kicks them I out i agree i 100% agree but record. i'm
1: willing to i'm willing to as a patriots fan i would be willing to cede the number 4 seed to them because right now the way they are playing is not like the best team so in that football. means we
0: got to kick out one of the other four teams i'll tell you who's got the one seed right now and that's the baltimore ravens no 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 doubt yeah. not not only are they well, they have wins against three top 5 teams they have the two worst losses but those wins against seattle in Seattle, and also against San Fran at home and against New England at home. They've also beaten Houston and at the L.A. Rams. They have big wins on their schedule, two terrible losses, but Baltimore is the one seed. Am I wrong? No, I think actually we're very aligned here, guys. I would put Baltimore as my one seed, and I would put New England
2: 100% as my four seed. Yep. That would be a juicy semifinal yep. matchup. But Absolutely. 100%, I think we're aligned there.
0: Baltimore one seed, Patriots four seed. Okay, so we got to find out where these other three teams fit. We and i I got to say I know we're going to have a disagreement. Let's yep. start off with, uh, yeah, let's start off with that division winner, New Orleans Saints. New Orleans right now 1-0 and against top five teams. They're two losses. Home against Atlanta might be the worst loss on the board, and at L.A. Rams, that's the game where Drew Brees went down and Teddy came in, but Teddy Bridgewater came in and won these games. That means the team itself is a well-put together team. They have wins at Seattle. They beat Houston and Dallas at home, but they play San Fran this week, and then a tough schedule to end it. Home against Indy at Tennessee and at Carolina. Who knows what Carolina will be doing, but not necessarily an easy schedule to end it they need one more win for your season-long uh, overs to hit mm. tony cavallo nice so pick, where do you put new orleans in this stretch guys i put him square right in the two spot here the two Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. wow
2: based on listen based on their pedigree based on their coaching based on the talent they have on that roster based on that teddy ball game won all the games he did now i think if i'm tipping my cap here i think New Orleans, the two-seed, plays my three-seed, yep. the San Francisco 49ers, this week wow. in a battle of that. T- whoever whoever wins that game effectively would get home field in the first-round semifinal playoff matchup. Yep. But, yes, I'm tipping my cap. I'm jumping the gun, whatever, crossing the line. The Saints are my two-seed. The San Francisco 49ers are my three-seed. And the team out for me easily is Seattle. Unbelievable. This guy, wow. this team, all this team does is— all this team does is win close games. I know. I know there's skill in that. I know wins and losses matter. I know Russell Wilson is clutch. I simply do not buy them. I think of all five of these teams, they are the one outside looking in. Um, Gimme New Orleans on the two line and San Francisco on the three line. They play each other this week to see who gets home field in that first fictional semi-final matchup.
0: Dangles, do you agree with the New Orleans placement at the 2?
1: You know, I don't know if I agree with it at the 2. There's part of me that thinks they might even be the team on the outside looking in uh, because they are the only team, they're in a weak division first of all. They're the only team out true, of the true. ones we're talking about right now who does not play in a division that has another playoff contender. Each of the other teams has another team in their division who I'm sorry, that's not. Well, no, the Steelers no, are right. still contending. So that's so they are they really are the only one who is not who hasn't played and that's half their schedule that they have played not playoff contender. They only beat one top five team. Seattle's playing better football than most teams in the NFL right now. I think I know where Tony's going to go with this because he's not been hot on the San Francisco 49ers at any point this year. I'm willing to put my money on them being his ho- his odd team out. And I know you put money down on the Saints this year, so they've got to be involved somewhere New in, your dis- in your discussion. New I Orleans think I give it? New Orleans... Hmm. New Orleans,
0: to me, is the Pac-12 team that gets I think, it. I, think,
1: I, think I, I think I give them the three. I think I give... I think I give the Niners the two, and no Seahawks. Good out. job, Dangles. Seahawks end
0: up. Good job, Bengals. You know they they end up on the on the odd side out. How can you put a team behind the San Francisco 49ers that have beaten the San Francisco 49ers? Okay, Seattle is one and two against these top five teams: a loss to New Orleans and a loss to Baltimore. So that makes New, home. that makes New Orleans the two seed. That makes Baltimore the one. Seattle is my three seed, and it's not even close. Their wins right now: they beat LA at home. They just beat Minnesota, a very good team, and they won in San Fran. San Fran. Fran, on the other hand, has only beaten at L.A. Rams, Green Bay, and Carolina. Not exactly Titans. Playoff teams, yes, but not exactly Titans. And then they lost to Seattle. You cannot put San Fran ahead of Seattle when Seattle has the 1-0 victory. If we're talking college football stuff, LSU beat Bama. LSU is ahead of Bama. That's how this game works. It's... It's Seattle. Hard. Seattle beat San Francisco without George Kittle. Everyone knows the kind of impact
2: he has on that team, and also their rookie scrub kicker they picked up off who God knows what street <laughs> shanked a game-winning field goal to kick me out of a big loser pool. San Francisco, I think, will make amends on the road in Seattle. Week 17, you said, Tony. Is that week 17? Yeah, baby. that's gonna be good. But that's why, strategically, I'm making an educate an educated. Uh, guess that San Francisco is better. C- you know, than Seattle for that reason.
1: Looking at their schedule, the Seahawks schedule, though, I, I have to I do have to say they've beaten every team they were supposed to beat. Every single one, I, and and again, Tony, I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy that you have them them in. I like I like Seattle. I don't like that I'm pushing them out. I got to pick one. One had to, one had to be pushed out, yep. right? I don't like pushing them out because I think they're a playoff caliber team and they're don't playing like, like one right Fran, now. Either. Honestly, I don't like pushing out San Fran. I, honestly, you know, I almost I almost think New Orleans ends up on the odd side out. No you got, way. You get, it's just, but they, the Seahawks won every single game they were supposed to this year. All of them.
2: Yep. How about how about San Francisco too going back to last week home against Green Bay at Baltimore at New Orleans, home against Atlanta, home against the Rams, at Seattle. That's hell of the last six yes, games. Yes, it is. We're going to see who they are. I like this team to sneak in the top four.
0: All right, so right now we have uh, Baltimore at the one. We have New Orleans at the two. You guys outvote me to put San Fran at the three, and then we'll put New England at the four. Yes. I concur. Oh, people in Seattle are angry. People in yes. Seattle and they should are be. angry. I would, yeah, be, t- I would, I would be, be, too. too.
1: But, Someone's going to be angry. There is going to be a Utah, you know, who gets screwed <laughs> out of a, bowl, well, a and, bowl this year. And here's
2: the beauty about the NFL, guys. All
0: these teams are making the playoffs. Yes, they are. They'll work themselves out. I like the exercise, but
2: that's what it is.
0: So let's now talk about the teams that aren't making the playoffs in our next section, America's favorite game, Gravestones. Left coasters. And now we are back to America's favorite game, the game of gravestones. This is the part of the podcast where the three hosts get here. We kill a team each week and say they are not making the playoffs. I won the pick last week, which means I'll go first. And that means Drew and Dangles cannot kill a team that I kill. We're going to be playing in the AFC this week because we have not killed a lot of teams in the AFC. But, Drew, first off, you want to give a shout-out to senior NBA correspondent TJ Wortham. I do. Listen, this guy hits me up. He says,
2: Schaefer the Sharp, you want some action on Thanksgiving? I said, absolutely. We agree on three bets on Thanksgiving, one for each of the Thanksgiving games. We had a wager of $20 per game. Schaefer the Sharp, of course, comes on top, two and one. You know what the guy does? He Venmos me 20 bucks. That's a man of his word, and Mm -hmm. I just want to give a public service announcement to any listeners out there. You want some action against Shafer the Sharp? Bring it on. DM us on our Instagram page, on our Twitter, whatever it takes. I will give you action. Shout out Raider Tony and Buck and Ed. I hope you took that Texans bet. They got some action from Schaefer the we Sharp. We should Bring be clear it
1: this is betting action that you can solicit from Drew. <laughs> no, bet, no, there's no other action.
2: kind of action that I can be solicited. I am engaged to a beautiful woman who I am madly in love with. Betting action. Betting action.
0: Okay, okay. And also, let's give a shout out to our host from last week, guest host Chafe and Cheese. Shooting the breeze with Chafe and Cheese. What a week. Cheese made a bet in Dangles' stead to take the first half Thanksgiving lines of each of the games and time together in a parlay, and oh boy, did it hit. Did it hit. One of the Standing best bets we've ovation,
2: had. Chafe and Cheese. Unbelievable. I dumbfounded by your uh, intelligence and your beauty and you your You accomplished
1: something that hosts of the show have yet to accomplish <laughs> exactly. this year. Yes.
0: And so we also- have... That's why we uh, we sort of license it out. We have some guests coming on later to the weekly pick them and we have a guest riding the hot it. hand. We need some more voices in here, because you need to hear everyone the way everyone's leaning, and then you make your decision. Let's Again, we're making you money. Let's interactive. But let's talk about the teams that stink, How shall we? Let's talk let's about the it. teams that are terrible that won't be making the playoffs. Again, as I said, we're going to the AFC. I'm going first, then Drew, then Dangles. The Grave Pool as it stands, teams that we've all killed in consecutive weeks. Cincinnati, Miami, the Jets, and Denver, obviously not making the playoffs. Individually, me and Dangles have killed tennessee that's not looking so good right now and drew has killed the la chargers but now it's time to start off with a week 14 little sampling of gravestones welcome to the holy house of lombardi once again as i step up to the altar and offer a sacrifice to the gods of football it is now december and this is the last week where we'll be killing one team per week it is time to get tough it is time to get interesting the afc holds the most cards and that's why i've chosen to go there and kill a team well it's a team that has just fallen apart in the best of ways snatching defeat from the jaws of victory is the phil rivers way Mm. and that is why he will not be making the playoffs this year poor phil making the commute from san diego never to get in the playoffs. That's the end. Excellent, Drew.
2: Oh, boy, I'm going to pull out some tissues for our friend Dangles here. I'm going to the panhandle of Florida. Wow. A season with such high hopes, such a big contract for big dick Nick Foles, who has proven to be a shriveled-up, flaccid pee-pee. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Thank you, Drew. That's it. <laughs> Dangles? Well, you've put me in a, a tough position here. So quite, a big, quite a pickle. You've put me in a pickle. You've left me with two teams that I have to choose from. Both are six and six. Ooh. Either one could make the playoffs. Mm. Either one could flame out, be killed with injuries, mm. or just simply not play up to snuff in mm-hmm. the last few games. For me... That team's the Oakland Raiders. Damn. Unfortunately. I just don't think they've got it in all places this year to have the consistent end to the season that they need to eke out one of those final wild card spots because they're certainly not snatching the division away from Kansas City anytime soon. So good night, Chucky. Good night, Hard Knocks. Adieu, black and gold.
0: Sleep well, Prince. And that is the end of this week's version of Gravestones, but really quickly. On a somber note, one of the listeners of this show, and a friend of mine from back home, a good friend of my father's, passed away unexpectedly this weekend, and I only bring him up because every time I went home, we would argue over whether Philip Rivers was a Hall of Fame quarterback. And because of that, Mike Riley, I am ready to put Phil in the Hall of Fame because of you in your stead. We're going to miss you, big guy, and I hope you're having fun up there betting on those games and yelling at the TV up in the Sons of Italy. In in the sky there. R.I.P. Mike. And that is the end of this week in Gravestones. Left Coasters
1: Hey, this is Dangles from the Left Coast Gamblers. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We are available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave us a review. Leave us five stars if you like what you hear. Five seconds of your time is five new listeners for us. You can also find us on Twitter, at Left Coasters Pod and on Instagram and Facebook by searching the Left Coast Gamblers. And we hope you'll check out our pages each week for new contests, live tweeting and posting on NFL Sundays, behind-the-scenes content Content and more ways to engage with the show and make you money. And as always, thank you for listening.
0: And here we are back now for the weekly Pick'Em section with a slight twist, a slight change. You guys might remember last week, I went up mano y mano against a representative from a Jersey podcast for the MLB called Touching Base with Alan and Eric. Jersey Allen went up against me because he challenged me to an NFL Pick'Em challenge. And guys, I did my best. I bid better than you two, I will say that. I went 8-8 eight eight for the week Allen also went 8 and 8 for the week. We tied and just like in the MLB the tie goes to the runner. So we're going to give Allen the victory here, but it gave me a great idea. Gave me the light bulb that went off in my head, that special light bulb that makes things work on this show and it showed me that this needs to be a challenge portion of the show. I like Mike Tyson punch out. You ever play that game, Drew? Uh, I love Mike Tyson. Yeah, well, fair enough, fair you enough. You played Punch-Out? Never played Punch-Out. Oh, not a video game guy. I actually played outside with friends. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> fair interesting. enough. Mike Tyson Punch-Out, you face the first guy's name's Glass Joe. One punch knocks him out. It's really easy, but then you build up to tougher and tougher fighters, and that's what we're going to do for the weekly Pick'Em Challenge from here on out. We're going to have guests call in or be in studio every week and pick the games versus one of the left-coast gamblers. If you Ooh. beat us one week, you got to face the next ones next week, and then finally face the boss in the third week. Allen, as we said, tie goes to the runner. He beat old Tony Cavallo. Next up on deck is Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio. Dangles, are you ready to represent the Left Coast Gamblers? I mean, I have to be, obviously, as the defending
1: pick 'em champion for both the regular season and the postseason last year. I mean, we probably should have, you know, put me last because I, I, after all, by those standards, am the toughest person to beat. So, Tony, Tony shall, get the shall, spit bucket. Get the spit bucket, shall, Tony. We shall see. I'm going to do some fart sniffing in here just a little bit, just for for a second on my great pick'em, uh, pick'em record, but uh, well, yes, I'm excited. Uh, Allen's a good friend of mine, good friend of ours, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to hearing what he has to say
0: about the games. Well, Mr. Great Pick'em Record, Dangles, you got to do better than last week where you and Drew both went 6 and 10. Me and yeah. Drew are going to be sort of coaching Dangles along the way. We're going to be hoping, maybe picking him apart a little bit, trying to guide him in the correct vein, because he's representing the whole left-coast gambling universe out there, all alone against Jersey Allen. Come on, dig it in! For the season records, however, Drew is leading with 120. 12 and 80 record dangles and i one game behind 111 and 81 we'll be keeping track of our individual numbers throughout the course of the season but right now it's all about the matchup dangles versus jersey allen so let's get jersey allen on the phone and have him come in jersey allen you there
3: hello left coasters glad to be here
0: hey glad you're here welcome 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 now, do you have anything to say to me over over the landlines here? You talked a lot of shit, and you uh, you buddied up to it. We tied. Do you have anything to say in uh, your defeat of me, defeat with an asterisk?
3: See, I, I think you're being a little generous. I, I think it's just a straight-up tie. I would love to challenge you again down the road, but since you considered yourself the first rung of Mike
0: Tyson's punch-out in this example, I'm done with you, so I don't have to worry about it ever again. <laughs> and uh, you can find Jersey Allen on Touching Base with Allen and Eric wherever you listen to your podcast. They're taking a little break with the hot stove, but they'll come back later. And I listened to one of their podcasts over the weekend, and uh, after I woke back up, I you know, I told him he did a really good job with it. So let's move on <laughs> to the NFL pickup. First, first, <laughs> first up. First up. First up. Thursday night football both of these teams played on Thanksgiving we have the Dallas Cowboys at six and six at the Chicago Bears also at six and six gonna be a cold one out there partly cloudy in Chicago both of these teams need a win Dallas needs to hold on to the NFC East the Bears are hoping to fight back in the playoff situation Drew what's the line for this game Dallas Cowboys minus three versus Chicago Dangles you go first
1: All right. uh, Well, my gut goes, leans towards the Cowboys at first here. They need a redemption win uh, after the Thanksgiving loss to the Buffalo Bills. Um, They are six and six right now in a very wide open, uh, at least between them and the Eagles and potentially the Redskins. If a bunch of things go right, the Redskins could still technically make the playoffs at seven and nine. They need to win out to do so. the Dallas Cowboys have to win here. They're Dak Prescott's having his crazy season. Um, I just I, I feel like the Cowboys are the way to go here. They they are on the road, yes, but the Bears are terrible. Um, Mitch Trubisky is awful. I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys to win this one, to get one back against uh, the Chicago Bears here. This is a pushover football team. Uh, getting a thumbs up from Tony good and answer. and Commodus over here is like in, be, in between yes and no. Schaefer the Sharp uh, Drew, Commodus, crooks.
3: I
0: like it. It's a good answer. Alan, what do you got?
1: Well, let me just tell
3: you something mitch trubisky the last two weeks or so has really been on an upswing uh to call him awful is just the truth a total <laughs> a total uh un- it's it's not right i mean he's the the barber of seville schuster which is my fantasy team <laughs> in the cavallo invitational has run the table it won't be enough to to make the playoffs but trubisky's been the qb on my squad and he's played a little bit better. He won't throw the deep ball, but he'll 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 get it, he'll get the job done. And I am predicting that at home against the hapless Dallas Cowboys, the Chicago Bears
1: will claim a victory. Okay, wow. the we Chicago have. Bears. All right. Well, we just, we just for the, for, our the our for the listeners for listeners out there, I personally would recommend that you take your advice on game picking from someone who didn't have to name their fantasy team after Peyton Barber. True. Very true. Very
2: Good true. Point, Dangles. Good All point. right,
0: Alan, we're going to come to you first with this next one because we're moving on to Sunday. I did pick some games out of the Sunday lineup to save to the end because there's a marquee matchup uh, matchups on the docket. But let's start with the woeful coachless Carolina Panthers at five and seven, heading to Atlanta Falcons at three and nine. Atlanta's won the past three matchups. And they have some rain and showers coming into Atlanta. It's going to be a fun game. A lot of scoring in this game. Alan, you're up first. Panthers at Falcons. Drew, what's the line? Falcons minus three at home against the Panthers. Alan,
3: I think they've got nothing to lose. Neither team really does. But I see Carolina coming out and winning this game in Atlanta. Atlanta is the most difficult team for me of the bad teams to figure out. Carolina still, in my opinion, has the best running back in football and a of a lot of options through the air i think carolina is going to take this and look out for brian burns to really put his name on
0: the map on the defensive side and get to matt ryan a couple times i like carolina dangles you going to go different or you going to stay with the away team
1: uh no you know i am going to go with the falcons here actually at home uh i like i like them to get a win here they've been they, they beat the panthers 29 to 3 the Last time they played one another. Oh. That game, that game was in Carolina. Look, uh, we have no idea what this team, this Panthers team, is going to look like with a new coach or whether they're going to keep the offense that they have, if he's going to try to install new plays. My guess is probably not because they won't want to throw Dangles. off Kyle Allen too Dangles. much. But what?
0: Before you cement your pick, as the host to the side, me and Drew are allowed to try and guide you the right sure. way. Okay. I will say, when a team fires their head coach, everyone looks around the locker I room knew and you says, were i got to put this. myself on tape because I might not be here next year. They're going to come up with a fire. You sure? or you want to go with Atlanta?
1: I mean I I don't know if that's enough to convince me Drew. Okay. What
2: do you uh what do you think? Well, here? as a fantasy owner of Austin Hooper, <laughs> I believe he will play. I will, I believe Julio Jones will play. Devontae Freeman with a nice game on Thanksgiving, definitely integral. I love you Dangles. I'm I'm all Falcons here. All right. I'm, I'm with this pick, buddy.
1: All right. Uh, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to stick with my gut, and I'm going to go uh, with the Falcons. We'll keep it interesting here between Allen and I.
0: Two straight differences on two straight games. This next one's a close one as well. One o'clock slate, Indianapolis, 6-6 six and six and falling apart, going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You never know what you're going to get out of Jameis. It's going to be a high of 78 and partly cloudy in Tampa. A beautiful day for some football. Dangles, you're up first. Drew, what the line at Indy at Tampa? Boy, oh, boy, has the market shifted. Tampa Bay Bucks.
2: Three point favorites against the visiting Colts, Tampa Bay minus three.
1: The Colts have been on a really tough skid the last few. Uh, uh, weeks here, there without they're going to be without Marlon Mack. I'm not sure if Ty Hilton's going to play. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay here.
3: I'm going with Tampa Bay. I think they're actually a few bad breaks away from having a much better record and being a little bit more in the hunt. I know mathematically they're not eliminated, but I think come 2020, if they can get it all together, they're going to be a real contender, and I think they're going to they're going to finish off the season nicely. And I think they're going to win against. Indianapolis.
0: I like that you both picked Tampa Bay. Let's move on. Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. A puke festa yeah. in this game. It's in New York. It's going to be 42 degrees. They had a snowy game in MetLife last week. Hopefully, we get some snow again. Alan, you're up first. Miami at New York. What's the line for this game, Drew? Jets minus five.
3: This is one of the tougher ones for me, being that I'm in the New York market. It's it has been hunting season for Adam Gaze and the Jets all season long. And without Jamal Adams this weekend, it's going to be a tough task. But I'm also not uber confident in the Dolphins. And if they can if they can hold Devontae Parker and Mike Gusecki down, I think the edge goes to the Jets. I also think they're going to have a nice bounce back game. Uh, this one is a tough, it's
1: kind of a toss up for me, but I'm going to go with the Jets.
0: J-E-T-S. Jets Jets Jets, J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Dangles.
1: Man, um, just because he picked the Jets partially makes me want to go with, with Miami here, who has kind of been surging for the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm getting th- I'm getting thumbs up from Tony and a meh from Drew in there. So uh, there may be some discussion about this. Look, Devontae Parker's been one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, just as far as consistency goes, almost the whole year. Uh, Brian Fitzpatrick threw for almost 400 yards last week. Uh, he had himself a great game, and we know he's capable of that. He's gone on tears like this before. It's just a matter of what other pieces he's he's got around them. That running game definitely does scare me. I don't know. Something tells me Miami. What do you guys think?
2: Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love I, it. I uh, I don't know, Dangles. Devontae Parker doing his Randy Moss impression last week. I'll tell you what. That guy's a beast. That's uh-huh. pretty dope, huh? This guy was a first-round pick at one point. I know he fell off the radar for a little while, but people forget. You know, he, He's a stud. I'll tell you why this line's fishy to me. It's because it's minus five. It seems like this would be minus three. The fact that the Jets are minus five tells me the market thinks the Jets are obviously a better football team. This is a tough one, Daniels. I'm going to leave it up to you, buddy. I'm keeping
0: Miami. I,
1: I think I'm going to stick with Miami on this one. It's a gut It's a gut feeling. I haven't picked them a single time this season, uh, and there's good reason for that. Yep. But I think if they're going to win a game, uh, it could be this one. They already beat the Jets once this year.
0: Next game, Drew, your shitbag Detroit Lions at 3-8-1 and one are going to the Minnesota Vikings, who lost a close one. A great Monday night game to Seattle last week. Minnesota stands at 8-4, and four, one game behind my Packers. It's going to be cloudy and a high of 36 in Minnesota. David Blows and the Detroit Lions at Minnesota. What's the line on this game? Well, thanks Droop. for telling us the weather because it's inside, you dumbass. But hey, anyway, it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be cold outside.
2: But um eleven and a half point favorites for the Minnesota Vikings. School.
1: First of all, let me just say that I thought David Blau Blow Blow.
2: Blau blows. Blau.
1: David, David, David Blau played very very well on Thanksgiving um, that, was a re- that was a great showing uh, against a formidable defense and I think he should be proud of the effort that he left out there they were close to winning that game uh, they're not going to win this one against no. Minnesota in Minnesota, I'm picking the Vikings
3: uh, Tony, I think you also gave the weather for the game in Atlanta as well <laughs>
0: hey listen i just read what they give me two
1: for two on the indoor games today buddy
0: he's always Uh, been into weather you know i'm going i'm going vikings good good call call there good call next game let's see if it's in a dome or not it's in houston this game is a lot of fun folks we have the denver broncos at four and eight starting drew Locke, rookie quarterback going to houston coming off their biggest win of the season houston stands at eight and four denver at houston drew what's the line alan you're coming up Texans, minus nine at home against the Broncos. Big favorites. Alan. you sticking with the
2: favorites? I
3: am. I, I thought this might be a little bit of a trap game coming off the big win, but I think the Texans are just that much better of a football team, and I think resting on their laurels will get the job done.
1: Makes sense. Dangles? This has trap game written all over it indeed. I'm also picking the Houston Texans, though. Uh, Deshaun Watson is just unstoppable right now. Uh, I I, li- I like him for that.
0: I'm giving you a thumbs up, Dangles, and Drew is as well. Let's move on to the next game, 1 o'clock. This game is also a lot of fun. Andy Dalton returned to make sure the Cincinnati Bengals weren't the worst team in the history of the world like those Detroit Lions well, way back when. 1-11 Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns who stand at 5-7. and seven. Cleveland Browns minus 7.5. Home favorite. Do I have to pick this game? Do I really
1: have to pick this game? Oi! Uh, well, I'm gonna go with Cleveland because I really I don't think the Bengals are gonna continue to to win. Yes, Andy Dalton is back. I mean, I I, I don't know. Uh, I I think I, I really do think this is a coin toss. Um, I'm gonna give the Browns the edge because they're at home.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. that's a I can't I cannot in good faith tell you to bet on the one and eleven Cincinnati Bengals. But Andy Dalton made that offense click, and I'm worried he's gonna do the same against the Browns. Alan, what do you say?
3: I was really hoping for a dangles Bengals pick, but. <laughs> I guess I will just go with Cleveland.
0: All right, you both picked Cleveland. Let's move on now to the last 1 o'clock game of the ones that I did not pull out because there's some juicy 1 o'clock games coming up later. The Washington Redskins, 3-9. and Three wins for the Washington Redskins, oh somehow still in the race for the NFC East because that division stinks, are going to Lambeau where it's going to be 42 and cloudy, no snow quite yet. My Green Bay Packers are 9-3 and three looking to take care of business. Dangles. Oh, no, it's Allen up first. What's the line on this game? In Lambeau Field, Green Bay Packers minus 12.5, home favorite. The only thing that has
3: holes this weekend in Green Bay are
2: the cheeseheads.
3: There is nothing getting through that Green Bay defense or stopping that offense.
0: Uh, I knew we'd get one corny line out of you, you <laughs> pun worshiper. Dangles. Oh, I love you, Alan. And I'm with
1: you on this one. The Packers are going to win this game at home against uh, 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 Dwayne Haskins and that hapless uh, uh, offense of the, the, the Washington Redskins. for more 30 second offense.
3: Say, I wouldn't say that that was a corny joke, I'd say it was a little more cheesy. Ooh, <laughs> man, that is. was even worse. Wow, I love that. <laughs> let's
0: go. Let's go to the afternoon. The Los Angeles Chargers. Your Los Angeles Chargers, four and eight, snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory. Philip Rivers is. They're going to Jacksonville, also at four and eight. Now starting Gardner Minshew instead of the seventy million dollar man. It's going to be seventy degrees out in Florida, but who wins this game? Dangles. What's the line first from Drew? Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars
2: are a home dog, so that means the Chargers minus three in Jacksonville.
1: Four and eight at four and eight. Dangles. All right, I know you guys were on me last week that I need to, you know, give up on Jacksonville. I know that. And I agree this has not been their year. They were not as good as everybody thought they were going to be. I don't think anybody who's been watching football will tell you otherwise. The Jaguars are going to win this game.
4: Oh, They're going
1: to win this game at home. Gardner Minshew's back, which means the stands are going to be full of people wearing mustaches and bandanas. Um, uh, they they clicked much better on offense when he was in the game. I think this team believes in Gardner Minshew more than they believe in Big Dick Nick At this point, I'm picking. I'm picking Jacksonville to win this game at home when no one cares about their season anymore, and when their backup quarterback is the hottest thing in town.
3: I I know their play has been spotty, but I'm going with the Jaguars.
1: Spotty, (laughs) huh?
2: Well, rivaling
1: TJ for some of these uh, some of these one liners, you're
2: coming up with them off the cuff. I agree with you that the. I I can't say I agree that the Jaguars will win this game, but I will say the Chargers will find a way to
0: lose. Yes, they may. Therefore. Give me the Jags. Nice pick, Dangles. I like they it. They
1: may. They may.
0: Now we go to Duck Hodges and the Pittsburgh Steelers, 7-5, and five, taking that defense on the road to lovely Arizona. Arizona Cardinals, 3-8-1. and one. Quack, quack. Uh, Duck, a two-and-a-half point road favorite over Arizona. Pittsburgh,
2: minus two-and-a-half.
3: I would say that this is probably another trap game idea with the Steelers, but... I honestly think Kyler Murray and some of the other young Cardinals are getting a little bit fatigued. I think the season's getting a little long on them, and I do think the Steelers will will close this
1: out.
0: I think that's a genius way to look at it. I agree with you, Dangles. Are you gonna go differently?
1: No, I can. I, I think the exact same thing. The exact same thing. I think the Steelers are gonna come in and steal one.
0: Dangles, I think you're I think you're representing us quite well so far. 425. This is a juicy matchup. Now we get to the really, really good ones, folks. Those Tennessee Titans. A very hot Tennessee Titans team, also at seven and five going to one of my favorite teams that needs to do some winning to, in order to get back into the picture Oakland Raiders are at six and six 60 degrees in the baseball stadium Tennessee at Oakland Drew what's the line
2: another road favorite boys the Tennessee Titans minus two and a half on the road versus the Raiders. Dangles, do the Raiders bounce back, or do you think Tennessee keeps rolling?
1: No, I think that offense in Tennessee is going to continue clicking here. Ryan Tannehill, whatever he's doing, he's figured it out, and Derrick Henry has rushed for over 100 yards in his last three games. I think he came one shy of 150 in his last game, and if he had gotten that extra yard, I'd be able to say he has run for at least 150 in his last three games, which is just (laughs) absolutely Herculean. The point is that no one has been able to stop him over the last couple of weeks. Um, That offense is humming, the defense is playing well, and I feel like every time I look over at an Oakland Raiders game, they're punting the ball away. Lots of three and outs for this team. That offense does not seem to have their shit together, and I don't think they're going to get it together against Tennessee this weekend.
0: The last 16 games of the season, Derrick Henry has 1,700 yards, and Allen, I know MLB plays for 170-some-odd games, but 16 is a full <laughs> 162, season. 162. 162. Is a full season in the NFL, and to have 1,700 rushing yards over a full slate of games is unbelievable. Do you believe Tennessee goes into Oakland and continues winning Jersey Allen?
2: Yes, I do, but let me
3: just say, isn't it funny how Ryan Tannehill Looks the best he's probably ever looked in his career, and it's without the quarterback whisperer Adam Gase, yes, who's I do. also not doing well with Sam Darnold. So I just want to want I wonder why is he the quarterback whisperer? What success he, does he have
1: to count? He's he's not, and he does. And I've said many times on this program before that I think Adam Gase is a, a, a sheep in wolf's clothing, and mm. that he's not actually a real head coach, uh, but he's just masquerading as one. The
3: I, New York market play him up as this serial killer tight because of the glare in his eyes at every press conference and they play the psycho stabbing music whenever he
1: talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I didn't know that. That's awesome.
3: Gotta love the New York
0: <laughs> media. This is the last afternoon game before we bounce back to the juicy one o'clock games. This is a winner. Kansas City Chiefs are at 8-4, and, and they're heading to the New England Patriots, who just had their worst loss of the year. New England still only 10 and 2. It's gonna be mostly cloudy and 40 degrees in Foxborough. Very interesting game. We'll go into Dangles because it is his home team. Kansas City at New England. The line is New England minus three. Dangles. Well, the last time
1: these two teams played each other, it was in the playoffs uh, and the New England Patriots won. Pretty sure uh, the time before that, it was on banner-raising night on the season opener, and they got drubbed on national television. Uh, they don't want that to happen again in Foxborough. The Patriots are going to win. They're going to bounce back in this game. I'm sticking with my guys. Um, and can I just say, I thought it was bullshit, the amount of crap that Tom Brady got for uh, on, on the Internet for – what looked to me like trying to talk his team up because the offense wasn't humming. If you know anything about the New England Patriots or Tom Brady, or really football, first of all, if you were one of the people criticizing him, then you know nothing about Tom Brady because that's just a guy talking his team up. He was trying to get his offense energized. I don't understand why people... He's yelling at them. Look at him. He's Tom Brady. He's being a prima donna. He's pissed fucking off because his team won't play.
2: Dangles, listen to me. <laughs> and we...
1: he knows he's part of that. I want to I mention that because I know a lot of the criticism was, oh, Tom thinks he's better than everyone else and that he's perfect and he doesn't make it any mistakes? No, he's harder on himself than anybody else. He's going to be working as hard as just as anyone. But he—that's what a leader does—is they try to get people behind them. They try to fire their guys up when the team isn't playing. That's what he was trying to do on 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 the sideline on uh, 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 last weekend. I thought it was bullshit that he got uh, so much crap for it. With that, I'm picking the Patriots. They're winning. Jersey
3: Allen, what do you say? I don't know if you guys saw it, but I would when Tom Tom Brady started yelling at his teammates on the bench, and I I would <laughs> have encouraging to them. That the, the low point of their season. It was just classless. The guy doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I think look, in all seriousness, I don't know why, but when the Patriots are 10 and 2, they feel so vulnerable. And when a Chiefs a Chiefs team that is this Chiefs team with Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, I honestly think they're going to go in there and take the W here.
0: Wow, big pick. Big pick by Allen, standing on that mountain. Kansas City coming into England and winning. Let's go back to the 1 o'clock games because there's two huge matchups in the 1 o'clock slate. This is not the Sunday to go apple picking with your broad. It's time to watch some (laughs) football. One o'clock, San Fran 49ers at 10 and 2. Go to the New Orleans Saints, who are also 10 and 2 in the Superdome. What a matchup. This could go either way. What is the line on this game, Drew? New Orleans Saints, home favorite, minus two
2: and a half.
3: I'm going with the hometown New Orleans Saints. I think they're both excellent squads, and I know the 49ers have probably played better overall football. But I just like the Saints at home in this particular matchup.
1: Dangles, this is a chance for you to make a big switch here. What are you going to do? Yeah, and I think I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. Love here. it. That front four, okay, okay, I think, is okay. going to tear up the New Orleans Saints uh, offensive line, which has shown that it, it can be vulnerable this year. Drew Brees is going to get sacked a lot.
0: Love it. Very interested to see the X's and O's matchup. You're absolutely right, Dangles. It's going to be quite a good one. I'd go 49ers as well. I think it's a bounce-back game for them. New Orleans does not need this game because they already wrapped up their division. That's how pitiful they are, the rest of their teams are in that division but yeah hell of a matchup at one o'clock but don't overshadow the other one we have an AFC matchup too Baltimore Ravens at 10 and 2 right now probably the best team in the league 10 and 2 Baltimore Ravens are going to Buffalo a tough place to play nobody circles the wagons nine and three Buffalo Bills it's no snow mostly cloudy still in the 50s you're not going to get any weather but a just good hard-hitting game Drew what's the line You wouldn't know the Bills record by this
2: line, boys and girls. The Buffalo Bills, hungry dogs at home. Baltimore, minus five and a half on the road against Buffalo.
0: Dangles, are you going to be stupid enough to go
1: against Lamar Jackson? You know, it's tough here. Let's remember that the Ravens are not invincible. They have lost games this year. There have been teams that have been able to beat them. And they're facing off against a team not only that has an incredibly formidable defense, athletic guys at the linebacking position, and even at the safety position in Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. Man, it, it is tough to pick against them, though. I'm going to go with the Ravens. I, I, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I
0: think you have to. Drew,
2: do you agree? I think you just have to. I'll talk, I about, really, this. I'll really, talk about this game later, so I'm going to say my thoughts. I Ooh. really,
1: really want – I, I just wanted on the record that I want to pick the Bills. I really do, but I think the Ravens are gonna win this game.
0: Well, let's see if Jersey Allen follows that want. Dangles just went different than you in the New Orleans San Fran matchup. Are you going different than Dangles in this one?
3: No, I think this I, I think this is a game where you realize the Bills are not quite there yet. And besides the Ravens are, are the best team in football. They're so dynamic, you can't go against them.
0: Okay, all right, let's go to Sunday night where we have a great matchup, and then Monday night we have a pitiful matchup. Poor Booger can't seem to get a good game on Monday night other than last week, but the Seattle Seahawks at 10-2. and 2. Seattle Seahawks are also 10-2. and 2. Going to the Los Angeles Rams, who just laid the smackdown on the Arizona Cardinals. Los Angeles Rams stand at 7-5, and five, just a game out of the wild card themselves. Going to be a beautiful night in Los Angeles. Alan, you're up first, Seattle at L.A., but Drew, what's the line? Uh, lines bouncing all over the place right now, but as currently we stand, Los
2: Angeles Rams, plus one. We'll call it, no, plus one. We'll call it plus one. We'll
0: call it plus one because it's plus one. Alan, what do you got? Uh, I picked the Seahawks. I don't even think it'll be close. Wow, he doesn't even think it'll be close. Seahawks, there are a train running down the freeway here. That didn't make any sense, but Dangles, you're up. <laughs> uh, well, if you're uh, watching this game on TV, keep
1: an eye out for your boy in the fourth row. Maybe like you're going around, to this game? around the Rams special teams. Oh, Coliseum. Area. What an experience. Uh, wow. I will be I will be going to this game wow. uh, on Sunday night to watch Russ take on wow. uh, Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams. I'm also picking Seattle here. I think the Seahawks are on yeah. a roll. Russ, and uh, speaking of Booker McFarland, decaf, Metcalf.
2: And Jersey Allen, a bold statement saying Seattle's going to blow them out. Per RJ Bell, uh, Seattle. Seattle 10 and 2 outscored their opponents by 36 points. That is the first time in the history of the NFL that a team has 10 wins with an average of 3 points or less a game.
0: Let's move on to Monday Night Football. A couple differences in these rankings. We'll post the full slate on our Instagram so you can keep track at home of Allen's second-round matchup against the Left Coast Gamblers against Diggity Dangles. This game's an easy one to pick because you have the putrid, awful, terrible, shitbird New York Giants, one of the worst franchises these eyes have ever seen, are heading to Philadelphia, one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. Philadelphia stands at 5-7, and seven. still one game out of the division in the awful NFC East no one wants to watch this game yet we're gonna pick it right here what's the line uh, drew Eli Manning announced
2: starter as quarterback Philadelphia Eagles minus nine at home Eli
0: the return Jersey Allen we're gonna go to you first because it's your team your awful shitty terrible New York Giants one of the worst franchises I have ever seen who do you got
3: I, well first of all I don't know why they're the one of the worst franchises <laughs> in your lifetime they've won Super Bowls so I don't uh, there are many teams who haven't. <laughs> So what I'm going to say is, and and in the past years as a Giants fan, this would feel like the game where Eli, you know, he's going out in his victory lap, if you want to call it that. He's going to pull it out. But this Giants team is so inept. We have the worst general manager in the league. We have a really bad head coach, and they are not going to be able to beat the Eagles, even with a little bit of Eli magic. It's going to be Philly, and I'm I hate to say it
0: angles. this is your chance to go different on Monday night. This could come down to Monday night football. If you want to take a chance here, are you going to take a chance on old Eli?
1: It's really hard to take a chance on the the that much mouth breathing and chin drool. Mm. I, I just don't know. I just don't know if I can I can bet on. It. I think I got to go with Philly here. I think that's I, I, that's the you don't Tony doesn't like that pick. I really like New York in this in oh, this stop situation. It. I stop do. It. I Why? do. Listen, For
0: what, knock it off. Philly still has no one to throw the ball to.
1: Alshon Jeffrey is coming off like a 170 yard game.
0: Philly still has no one to throw the ball to. They don't have a running game. Carson Wentz is getting eaten alive. That O-line stinks. Also, Green Bay has a really good rushing offense. Could not run the ball at all against New York Giants. They will make Carson beat them, and so far, Carson hasn't been able to do that. Secondly, Eli Manning's coming back. I understand Eli stinks. Eli stung for a long time, but Allen is right. If there's one last shining moment for Eli Manning, (laughs) it is this game in Philly. I'm telling you, watch out for the Giants. Drew, now,
1: you know, I feel like Philly's going to win this game. If you are going to make a compelling case for the giants i could be persuaded
2: to change my my bet, my vote here but my my gut goes eagles here there's no chance in hell eli the mouth breather comes back and wins in philadelphia like tony said shockingly they're still in this nfc east race yep. they just have to win against an inferior giants team with a terrible secondary
1: I uh, Yeah, I just don't think I can pick them in good faith, Tony. I'm sorry.
0: All right, so he's going with Philly to end it, and that is the end of the Pick'em Challenge for Week 14, Dangles versus Jersey Allen. Jersey Allen, you put up quite a fight last week. We're trying to do the same this week. Any last words before you leave us and go back to the cold, dirty New Jersey?
3: Yeah, how about a little more tact when you talk about Eli Manning, a two-time Super Bowl MVP? You guys are so <laughs> hurtful and
0: hateful for no reason other than career 500
2: than- quarterback, career 500.
0: This is the game that he goes over 500. This Come big, on, big, it's big in game. the it's in the record book. Sorry, Alan, I cut you off. The w- last
3: thing I hope to be back next week, but if I'm not, if Dangles beats me. I couldn't have lost to a better man and I've had a pleasure on the broadcast.
1: I love you, buddy. It's going to be a fun one no matter what. I'm looking forward to these games. There's a, a couple of good ones and uh, some I think we got enough difference between us that we will have a victor at the end
0: of this i I think so too no more ties it's going to be interesting to see what happens thank you jersey allen for joining us if you like watching paint dry and you enjoy (laughs) listening to the mlb go listen to touching base with allen and eric it's a hell of a podcast talking about one of the worst sports out there i can't wait to hear it when it comes back after the hot stove cools down now on to a a crazy call-in coming up for the best bets left coasters and now we are here for a very special King of the Coast section. As I said last week in the Thanksgiving special, the holiday crossover episode, we're going to start to ride the hot hand at the beginning of this. Drew has been g- doing very good on his bet. Shae the Sharp has been giving us winners. Dangles and I have not been doing too well. So we went to our Instagram, we went to our DMs, and we have people sending us over and over again their Sunday bets, their Sunday slates. And there's one person who has been doing better than anyone I've ever seen, and we have her on the line <laughs> right now. She is here ready to give us her three best bets for Sunday and we're riding the hot hand until it gives up. And if you think you should be the hot hand on the left-coast gamblers, send us a DM with your Sunday slate, and we'll have you call in to give your three best bets for the week. But this week, it's K Deuce's turn. We have Kay on the line. Her Instagram is at K Deuce's. She's Parlay K on the podcast Crooks and Books on Spotify. Let's give it up for Kay. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Kay. Crooks and Books. I love it.
5: Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Love the show.
0: I'm excited for you to be here. Now, where are you calling from?
5: I'm calling from Simi Valley, California. Okay. In the suburbs.
0: Great yeah. golf courses over that way.
5: Yeah, for sure. So who's your team? My team are the Niners, dude. Okay. Uh, Heart- okay. It was heartbreaking.
1: Okay. So you're feeling good this year.
5: I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really, really good. Um, I thought we played a really good game. Um, I think that we can come away with it next time because, you know, um when you play another team for the second time, you're not going to beat them again. And I think we've got that chance.
0: Now, what do you feel, before we get to your best bets, what do you feel about the big matchup in New Orleans this week?
5: Um, I feel really good about it just because I know that the Niners are in Sarasota, Florida, to get acclimated with the weather. I feel like um, they're going to do something about the defense. If anybody's defense can do anything, it's going to be them. Um, I honestly thought that, this, that the Saints would be the one to um, – you know, give us that heartbreaking game. Yeah. But since the Ravens gave it to us, I think we're going to give it to the Saints and we'll come away with that.
0: All right, I love it. And how yeah. you feeling about uh, the Sunday slate this week? You feeling good about it? Or do you think it's a little bit tough to tell?
5: It's, it's getting harder. Um, I feel that, you know, week 14 is a little bit tough because there's a lot of different games that are going on and big games for others. And especially in the NFC, you guys already know it's super close. Oh, yeah. So I really feel like um, with the games that I've got picked out, um, we'll come away with it, and you know I feel really good about them. All
0: right, let's start off. What's that first bet you got? Again, this is at K Deuces on Instagram. Parlay K Crooks and Books is the podcast. What do we got for your first best bet of rotting the hot hand? Go K.
5: So I like the Niners. As I've mentioned, um, you can take them on that three and the money line. I really feel that they'll come away with it. Wow. I also, um, you know, the it's the forty four and a half on the total, so I still feel like I'll take a live. Um, I might take a live under on it just to make sure, but I always buy that extra juice. So,
2: okay, Schaefer the sharp here. Schaefer the sharp here. Now, some lines here have it two and a half, have it three. If it's at two and a half, do you still play it, or do you try to buy that half point up to an even three points?
5: I would buy it up to an even three, okay. just because I like to insure my bets like that. Um, And especially because I uh, put it down on the parlays and they all know that.
0: (laughs) Yep. All right. It's going to be an interesting game. That's for sure. I cannot wait to see it. That's a 1 p.m. Eastern start time. Uh, Kay, what do you got for your second best bet?
5: Second best bet is going to be the Pats. New England's going to come away with this. I know they're coming off of that beat, but I think Tom Brady is going to change this one. You know, he was pissed off the sideline. Pat the Bat is my quarterback on fantasy, so I believe in him. I have always have. I just think that this is one of those games that's 31-27, and 27, Patriots, and they come away with a minus three.
0: Wow. Okay, love for the Patriots. Dangles, you agree over there? I actually do. Uh,
1: yeah, that's, I'm going to be uh, talking a little bit about uh, the New England uh, money line and maybe the uh, over-under
2: as well. Okay, I tend to agree with you here too. This is a classic buy low, sell high here. Everyone's down on the Patriots. Everyone's down on Tom Brady. What they didn't realize is they were double teaming Edelman all 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 game last night. Tom Brady is an incredible Something like forty and nineteen coming off or sorry, forty one and nineteen against the spread off a loss in his career. Wow. I liked I liked the Patriots minus three. I would lean towards the over here, but once again approval from Schaefer the Sharp. I'm impressed. All right, Kay, we've nice. been
0: we've been riding the hot hand. You gave us two good bets that we agree with. The third one though, I know it's gonna be something special for us your third best bet for the Sunday slate. Riding the hot hand, Kay, what do you got?
5: All right, I got Detroit versus the Vikings. Ooh. Um I like the plus team. Um, And I know that's kind of hard to believe because 13 is an odd number, but I think the the Vikings are coming off of a Monday night loss, so they're playing on a short week. I think they get back on track, but the plus 13 is very, very uh, attractive to me. Wow. Even though the Vikings come away with this.
0: Wow. So she picks the Vikings to win in Detroit to cover. I like it. Uh, Drew, you are the – of the Sharp is the resident Lions fan. Your team sucks. What do you say? (laughs) Well, honestly, this is (laughs) – I hate to be con- I hate to be um, just
2: agreeing with our guest uh, call in right now, but she is on fire here. Coming off Monday Night Football, teams are eight fourteen and one against the spread. The Lions have extra days to prepare. Carry on Johnson. Practice today. David Blau seemed to really be throwing the ball downfield to Kenny G. You know, with the Vikings off short rest here, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they if they get inside this number, but I would definitely lead towards the points here. I'm going to give her approval on three
0: straight best bets for Kay. K's three best bets riding right the hot hand. We have San Fran plus three. She's also leaning the under forty four and a half in that game. New England minus three, winning against Pat the Bat, and then Detroit, the long shot at plus thirteen. Hey, you got anything to say before you head out?
5: No, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It's all about the West Coast on the Left Coast. I love we it. Love
1: it. All we right, love it. Kay. Thank Thanks you for showing love for the show. We really appreciate you. And don't forget to uh, check out the pod, Tony, one more time.
0: As always, you can find her on Instagram at K Deuces. She gives you bets all day, every day, and she is Parlay K on the podcast Crooks and Books. And you can find that on Spotify. And you might be hearing a familiar voice coming up soon on their podcast as well. I like. But her odds. thank you, K, for giving us your three best bets. And hey, if you win all three, we'll definitely have you back next week what do you say
5: for sure thank you so much i appreciate it guys
0: awesome thanks kay. thanks kay right after this you're going to be hearing the king of the coast where we give our best bets and that's it for the ride in the hot hand left coasters All right, Left Coast Gamblers, we skipped this game last week because it was Thanksgiving, Dangles was out of town, but now everyone's back, so it's back to return to the King of the Coast section. This is where we started out with 100 units on the year. We make three bets with those units every week, and so far, Drew is killing the coast right now. 151 units on the year for Schaefer the Sharp. Mm -hmm. Loving it. Loving it, Dangles. You're down to 53 and a half units. The novice gambler right now needs to pick up the slack because we've upped the max totals. Right now, the max bet is 15 units, and we must spend 30. Dangles only has two weeks of units to play with right now. 53 and a half. I'm just above water right now at 111 unit, units total, hoping to catch up with Drew. We've upped the bets. It's time to go, Dangles, Mr. Novice Man himself. Start us off with your first bet in the King of the Coast section.
1: All right. Uh, well, my first bet uh, in the King of the Coast section is the Detroit Lions to cover the thirteen point spread. Kate Deuces. Kate Deuces. She, she read bat. my. She read my mind. I thought David Blower and the game plan effectively enough on Thanksgiving Day, and that they ultimately they just came, you know, maybe one drive short in the end of getting it done. And like uh, you know, as I mentioned, the Vikings defense have given up a lot of points, twenty three or more in their last four games. I think thirteen is a big number to cover. So I'm going to go uh, Detroit. Detroit plus thirteen. Um, and let's do it for seven units.
2: Schaefer for the sharp. You're up next, buddy. Okay, here we go, boys and girls. I'm gonna go back to a little two-team six and a half point teaser here. Like it. I do like the Patriots to cover the number at minus three, but you know what I like better, Tony? I like him better at six and a half point teaser. Plus three and a half. We know Tom Brady's record uh, against the spread coming off a loss. I think this is a really get-right game for them. Um, I think they have something to prove. I like him to cover, but just to be safe, I like him at plus 3.5. And And my second leg, this is the easiest pick of the year, guys, the Rams. The Seahawks cannot get margin. They don't get margin. They've won their games by an average of three points it's the only team in the history to be 10 and 2 and have a margin of three points so let's tease this up to seven and a half that's the new england patriots plus three and a half the los
0: angeles rams plus seven and a half let's start
2: a little conservative six units to win five
0: six units to win five and a two-team tease new england plus three and a half and the rams home dogs at plus seven and a half i don't hate it i don't love it my bet i hate I know my first <laughs> bet I hate. That's never good. I hate it so much. But I keep staring at it, and I keep seeing it. we are trying it, to win people work.
1: money. You want, people to, you uh, want yeah. people to bet on the things that you bet, right? Exactly. So you should and
0: probably not oversell them s- just that much. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes you have to go dirty, as Drew has said before. Sometimes you have to go against the grains. Roll in the mud, baby. You have to, man. And this this bet makes me irksome. It makes like my, the hair stand on the back of my neck. I hate this bet, but I'm going to take it anyway. Thursday night is usually a stay away for me, but both the teams playing Thursday night should Chicago and Dallas have a full week of rest coming off of Thanksgiving. Dallas got slapped in the face by Buffalo. Chicago almost lost a gimme game against David Blows. Both these teams want to play up to their standards. I am taking the over in this game. 43.5 points. I'm taking the over. Dallas is used to scoring in the 30s. Chicago has not put up a lot of points themselves, but that Dallas defense is falling apart step by step. I think this is an up-and-down game. I think there's a lot of turnovers in this game. I think there's a lot of easy points in this game. Over 43.5 on Thursday night is my first bet, and I'm betting a small five units on it. Look for the big units to come later. Dangles, number two.
1: Uh, bet number two for me, I'm going to go to the New England-Kansas City game, and I'm taking the over at 49. I love that, Dengas. I'm taking the over. I, I agree with what you said. This is a get-right game. I think the defense is going to be a little easier for uh, the uh, for Tom Brady to navigate. The Chiefs don't have a super secondary, although they have been playing better, especially that secondary under Steve Spagnuolo as the year has gone on. Still, I think the Patriots uh, get this one, uh, and I think there's going to be a ton of points scored in this game regardless. These two teams always go hard on one another. This is going to be a heavy hit heavy, heavy, heavy touchdown game. I think that over is an easy pick. I'm going to go for eight units.
0: I don't know if I see this over hitting, but Drew, you're up next. Guys, I finally, I finally, finally,
2: finally think the Ravens are being a little bit overvalued in the market here. My second bet of course. That one circles no the way. wagons like the buffalo. Oh, Jesus yes. Christ, Tony. You've been saying it all year. I'm sick yes. of your shit. No I am way. so sick of it. I'm sick of it. You've been saying no way all fucking year. Yeah, Sorry, and Mom. Yeah, the Bills are 9-3, so you get to plus, shut up now yeah, and Drew gets to talk. Thank you, Dangles. Listen, the Bills, what a statement went on Thanksgiving. Shout out Brett Borach. Holy cow. They looked awesome. Josh Allen looked incredible. Their defense is tough. And I do think, given what we saw San Francisco do against Baltimore. I just think this is a value pick for me. I just think this is just too many points. Plus five and a half. I'm not saying Buffalo's going to win. I like him here inside the number. I love Buffalo's defense to slow down Lamar, MVP, not to stop him, but to slow him down and to keep him inside this number. Buffalo, Plus
0: five and a half. We're gonna go ten units. Drew, I'm actually gonna help you out here. Where I have it, I have buff- Buffalo plus six and a half. So we're gonna find it even. We're gonna give you a plus six. Hey, on I buffalo I, I, I adore you. Yep. Thank plus you, six for I'm Buffalo sorry for, for ten units. I'm gonna go a little crazy with this second one. Again, I'm just above water. I need to go back to the grind. I need to go. B- I tried to play it cool these past three weeks. Just take sides, not mix it around. But fuck that. Sorry again, Mrs. Crookston. I'm ready <laughs> to go back to the old Tony Squares ways. Here we go. And I'm taking a three team teaser i'm the only one to hit only one to hit a three-leg bet except for our guest from last week alex alche cheese man himself hit a three team first half parlay can we give a shout out to chafe
2: and cheese unbelievable unbelievable we gave
0: him a shout out at the beginning of the show but it's deserving to get another mention good job chafe and cheese on that bet king of the coast shout out king of the coast shout out for sure but it's time for tony to dip his toes back into the three-leg teaser bout listen There's three games out there that I'm probably going to take on Sunday that I like. There's home, uh, away underdogs, that I think the lines are too large in these games. So I'm going to tease it even higher, okay? First one's against my team. Green Bay... Beat uh, New York Giants barely. The score was a lot bigger than it was. Daniel Jones gave them the ball three times. That's not going to happen again against Washington. I would be interested to take Washington at the line as is. Doesn't matter. I'm teasing it up. Washington's now plus 19 at Green Bay. The other one is Drew Locke looked like a competent quarterback. Denver is still fighting. They're still giving a fight. Houston just came off the biggest win of their season. This is a letdown game. We talked about it in a trap game in the pick 'em section. Tease Denver up to plus 15 and a half. The last one. Welcome back, Red Rifle. Welcome back, (laughs) Red Rifle. And Cleveland is an effing joke. Cleveland is an absolute joke. No doubt there, but the Bengals? This is also a divisional game, Dangles, and they keep them close. Again, teasing it up to Cincy plus 14. So I'm getting over two scores in all of three of these games. Washington plus 19. Denver plus 15.5. Cincy plus 14. 10 units to win 15 units. The three-team teaser is back for Tony Squares. All right. Let's go now to our final best bets. Dangles, you got to win some money here, buddy. There's 15-unit bet coming. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I got a max bet here, guys, and I talked a little bit about it earlier. The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to beat the Los Angeles Chargers in Jacksonville this weekend. They are home underdogs at plus three. I'm taking them at the money line, plus 145. It's going to be 15 units to win 21. Gardner Minshew is back under center. Break out the bandanas. Break out the mustaches. This guy's going to go ham with DJ Shark. Leonard Fournette's going to have himself a day. They are a different football squad when that man from Washington State and a whole Woo! bevy of other colleges is under center for them. Give me my Jaguars plus 145 15 units to win 21 Book that shit. Sorry Mrs. Crookston mm-hmm.
2: uh, I, uh, I would be enthusiastic but unfortunately we've we've heard that
1: before We've heard it before but we it's this week
2: is this the week? I think this is
1: the week because the Chargers are royally bad. Phillip Rivers is finding new ways to throw interceptions.
2: Drew, what do you got? Best bet king, 10 here 2 And here we one. go. Shave for the Sharp. He's back. He's up 51 units on the year. We're going to go one and one on Thanksgiving best bets. So we're going to call it an even 12, 2, and, or sorry, 11, 2, and 1. 11, 2, and 1. Okay. We'll give it to you. Yeah, 11, 2, and 1. Thank you. <laughs> um, as you said, the most ashamed I've been as all three of us collectively as a podcast is somehow. Somehow, I know. I know we didn't. We give our best best bets out for the weekend. How did how did we miss? Freddie Kitchens was favored on the road. <laughs> how did we miss that? Will someone explain to me how we missed that? Dangles, Tony. How did we miss that? Did we think that the Browns were gonna go into Pittsburgh with Duck and beat them? Did we think that? No. Dream crusher. Baker Mayfield hurt wrist. Who am I taking? Well. Who has the best ATS record the last four seasons in December? The Bengals do. Who has the best winning percentage ATS since 2010 at 61%? The Bengals do. Who's getting over a touchdown in a divisional game under at a 41-point total? The Cincinnati Bengals, plus 7.5 with Red Rocket. You better...
0: We need minus. Oh, I fucked yeah. it up. <laughs> I fucked it up. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. I was backing up the Brink's truck. It was the wrong voice uh, Back memo. up the scissor Ma- lift. Ba- back up the scissor lift. I messed it up. I'm sorry. Plus,
0: seven and a half.
2: Shaver the Sharp. Back up the Brink's truck. 15 units. The Cincinnati Bengals.
0: I love it. I love the passion. I love the fire. I love the lack of nipple touching. It was a great Whee! bet by you. Finally. There they are. Finally. There Finally. they are. He's squeezing. It's time. Listen, Drew, you're up over 40 units on me. Actually, no, exactly 40 units on me. It's time for me to make a parlay to catch up. It's time for me to make a parlay just like that Arizona one way back when where Drew said he'd kiss me on the lips if it hit. Well, get ready to pucker up, buddy, because this one's about to hit. A two-leg money line parlay. I think this is a gimme. The first one. Oh, it's probably easy then. Dangles already talked about it. Jacksonville's going to win. Oh, Jacksonville God. is yeah, going to beat the Los Angeles oh, Chargers, God. Dangles. Jacksonville is going to win. The second part, Dangles, this is where I went a step further than you. You know who else is going to win and you're going to have a front row seat for it? The Seattle Seahawks. I had them in my uh, little list of ones to consider. The Seattle Seahawks are going to win. I'm not taking the line. It's only minus one. As Drew said, well, no one never, no one has ever been 10-2 and two with a three-point differential in their games, but Seattle continues to win these close games. Russell Wilson is an MVP player. If Lamar Jackson didn't exist, Russell Wilson is going to win in L.A. I'm taking Jacksonville at home and Seattle away. Both money line tying them together for a max bet. He's Backing up the Brinks truck, baby. There's that scissor lift because it's 15 units to win 52 units. 15 to win 52. Jacksonville money line plus the Seattle money line. That's the game, folks, and that's the end of the King of the Coast ranking. Some big bets this week as we make the final push towards the end of the season. I'm in. I'm in heaven right now. I'll kiss you somewhere else if that hits. Oh, I can't wait, baby. Pucker up. Pucker up. <laughs> this podcast up. is about to get weird. And that that's why we're ending it right now. And that's the end of our Week 14 Left Coast Gamblers podcast. A hell of a show. Thank you, Jersey Allen, for calling in. Thank you, K-Deuces, for calling in. Thank you to you two idiots for being here. It's been a fun, fun show. Oh yeah, we're having a hot week. Our guests are hot. We're starting to get hot. The games are starting to get hot. Snow's starting to fall. It's a wonderful end of the year. We can't wait for the Christmas show too. But that's it for the week. Signing off with a hearty. Dangles will be there to see them lose. Ram it. David
2: Blow me.